Welcome to MPA Pod, the Mortgage Professional Australia podcast. Hello and welcome to MPA Pod, our regular podcast series. I'm Priscilla Dickinson, journalist at Mortgage Professional Australia. Joining me today is Matt Atkin, President of the Commercial and Asset Finance Brokers Association, the national peak body for commercial finance brokers, and Managing Director of Atlas Broker. While commercial lending has featured strongly within the Australian lending landscape for many years, as rising interest rates have given rise to a decrease in residential lending volumes, diversification has become increasingly popular. According to MFAA figures, the number of commercial brokers has increased year on year, with over 6,000 mortgage brokers now writing commercial loans. Matt is here to talk to us about diversification opportunities and how to get started, and a stream of work that CAFA is currently working on to increase the level of professionalism and training for commercial finance brokers. Hi Matt, a very big warm welcome to you, and thank you very much for joining us today. It's an absolute pleasure, and um, thanks for having me. So firstly, could we start off by looking at why are an increasing number of brokers choosing to diversify into commercial lending and are you seeing this increase more among existing residential brokers or new brokers who are choosing commercial as an area of specialization yeah we can it's um well diversification is certainly something that we're hearing a lot in the industry from um from an aggregator level i think particularly uh, as they're realizing that their members have got an opportunity to tap into a client book who has need for finance. So that's sort of where it's starting from, I think. And there's sort of a mix. So we're seeing some residential brokers who are diversifying across, and we're also seeing new to new to sort of market who are coming out of the funders and out of the different banks. Now that's not new. I've been a commercial asset finance broker for 20 years out of, out of uh, NAB. Um, so that's something that's sort of just continuing. But you know, the market continues to grow uh, for both those new brokers and also those who are diversified. And at the National Finance Brokers Day in August, you were one of the people on the commercial lending panel, which discussed opportunities in commercial lending and how to get started. So one of the suggestions that came up repeatedly was the importance of having a mentor. Why is this so important for brokers who are considering moving, perhaps moving from residential to commercial or new brokers starting out in commercial? Well, I think there's a few different types of mentors you need. That's the first thing I would say. Uh, You need a mentor to help you structure deals. You need a a mentor that helps you uh, work through the client experience. Um, The residential side of things is actually very different to commercial and asset finance. Uh, I can say that because I actually own a business that does both. uh, And the skill set is quite different. So to come from uh, a resi background into the commercial side, you really need to have someone who knows what they're doing. And the best way to do that is to get someone's got experience, obviously, in the in that broking world that can help you work your way through the various solutions. Because what we need to make sure is that when people are diversifying, that the client outcome continues to be appropriate. So it's quite easy to get some accreditations with some funders that may or may not be appropriate for clients at different points in time. What you need to make sure is that you've got a mentor who's able to show you when to use the various solutions and when to use the various funders that are out there. So I think you need a mentor for that. Um, I also would suggest that if you're setting up a firm, even if you have experience in broking, whether even if it is commercial, that a, that a mentor is really important that'll help you run your business as well. So 
it's something that's not spoken about a lot, but I'm a big believer in it. We have a mentor, we have a board in our business, and our main mentor is actually not uh, not part of the industry, um, completely separate, but got lots of experience in running businesses. So I think there's actually the need to have a mentor on a deal side, from a funder side and a product side, if you don't have that knowledge. And if you have that knowledge, I think it's equally important to have a mentor uh, to teach you how to run a business because the two, the two are very different skill sets. Thank you. Now, I understand that CAFPA is currently working on a professional standards scheme under which brokers can become accredited as commercial brokers. Mm. Could you provide an overview of the scheme and the timing around its release? Read the timing. I mean, we've been working on it now for about 18 months already, and we'll look to have the first module submitted to the scheme, we think, in about January. So it's been a hell of a lot of work just to get to the start line. Effectively, what it is, is it's a, it's a scheme that um, that we will participate in that will make commercial broking a profession. It will mean that we are on the same level as an accountant, uh, on the same level as a lawyer, as an engineer, etc. And why we're doing it is that we want to enshrine customer outcomes at the core of everything and make sure that every time a client receives a solution from a CAFPA member, that it's appropriate. And that then, of course, gives gives kudos to to those as people as professionals, but it also puts a ring fence around the industry to make sure that we don't have any problems in the future with people who are not as skilled as others coming into the industry and providing inappropriate solutions. So CAFPA sees its role to uh, to increase that professionalisation, but at the same time to help new entrants into the market that want to be part of the commercial side of uh, the industry to be educated. So it's 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 the second part to it from a CAFPA perspective is not to only just put the ring fence around so the client outcomes are always enshrined, but also to build a bridge for those that do want to learn how to do what we do to do it well. So when they do come in and they are part of the scanning, they are educated and the client's getting the outcomes they need. It's a pretty exciting time and it's a big transformation, uh, but we've still got about 18 months to two years to go from the time we lodge that first module. So it's, it's, a, it's a long process. And will that, do you expect that will become a firm requirement for practicing brokers in the commercial space? Yeah, we think so. The funders are, the funders are very, very supportive of it. I mean, there's so many benefits to everybody, but from a funder's point of view, typically they find that a more experienced broker puts in a better application, which makes them more effective and efficient. Typically, it's also those sort of brokers have less fraud than others. So the funders are certainly, um, the sellers are very, very supportive of it. And we, we see that the accreditation requirements will require, uh, you know, either CAFA membership or equivalent skills to to maintain and, and, and achieve an, an accreditation. So. Yeah, it's going to uh, it's it's going to change the industry for the better. Excellent. And just finally, what key developments do you expect to see in commercial lending over the next five years or so? Well, the PSS is certainly a big one uh, that's going to be there. I think you know commercial lending um, it's going to continue to grow. I think in terms of the, the the broking side of things, you're going to see a consolidation of firms. I think where you've got firms with specialists in them that do the, the various areas. So commercial lending uh, will continue to grow um, uh, and penetrate the market and, you know, hope, hopefully get up to those levels that, you know, resis are at, uh, above 70% or there or thereabouts uh, penetration of the market at the moment. So I think you'll see that. Um, I think the lenders um, will continue to have the purse open. I mean, we're, we're not seeing too much increase or too too larger increase in defaults, et cetera, at the moment. So I think that will continue on. Um, and um, 
Overall, I think, you know, the outlook's quite good uh, for commercial lending for the next five years. But the key is, you know, the client's the client outcome's got to be enshrined in everything anybody does in any part of the commercial lending environment. Well, thank you very much, Matt, for sharing those great insights on commercial lending with us. That wraps up this edition of MPA Pod. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to bringing you more news and discussion in future episodes. Thank you for tuning into MPA Talk. You can listen to the latest episodes on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and all major listening channels. Just search for NPA Talk.